Sets and Reps is a podcast about wellness and growth insights from coaches and creatives who practice discipline and consistency towards goals. You can find the show on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and various other places where podcasts can be heard. I had such a great conversation with my guest, Mike Patchen. He's the founder of Mountain Made CBD, and his products are designed to help fuel workouts, help boost your performance, help you focus, help you relax. He swears on it. And after 11 years in the cannabis and hemp industry as a whole, I feel that he is really the number one person that you should talk to about subjects like this. That's why I had him on the podcast. CBD and THC are two components that mainly make up the cannabis plant. One product is mainly a physical and bodily experience and the other product provides a psychotropic effect that can cause changes to your brain both of these chemicals are derived from the cannabis plant and can be separated and changed based on what the goal is Um, i feel like it was really interesting my mind was blown several times unless you've been living under a rock you know that cbd is such a widely used and a widely marketed product but did you know the best ways to consume it that's what mike shares in this podcast he also shares uh some very interesting stories from cannabis related patient projects that he was a part of helping people recover from severe illnesses with the use of this uh controversial plant everyone has a different lens through which they view this plant but Regardless of how you feel, I really encourage you to listen to this episode. Whether you love it or you hate it, it's legal in several states and people use it. And Mike Patchen is one of those individuals. He's highly motivated, high energy, and he lives and promotes what he calls an activated lifestyle. And you're going to hear a lot more about what the activated lifestyle is. You're also going to hear why and how he started the Mountain Made CBD business. You're going to hear what CBD actually does and why you might want to use it. You're going to truly understand the phrase, it's all in how you use it. And you're going to understand why people may have a very negative outlook when it comes to the cannabis plant in general. On the Sets and Reps podcast, we live every day like it's one giant set. Mike Patchen knows that you can't get results unless you put in the reps. Here's how he puts in the reps. 11 years in, in the cannabis space, that's a lot of sets, man. And it's a tremendous amount of reps <laughs> coming into the day to day. But yeah, Mount Made was a, um, originally, you know, born and bred uh, December, uh, Christmas, 2012. So I just say, you know, 2013 to, to round out that year. But uh, a cousin of mine, we were sitting there having a couple beers over Christmas and, you know, at that time he was doing super well. He, he still is his day doing super well. Um, but you know, I'd married a great gal, had kids, uh, small business owner, successful, you know, debt free, the whole nine. And the one thing in his life he couldn't manage was his weight. And he was a division two baseball player, athletic through high school. So, you know, it was getting to him that, you know, as he was aging, he just couldn't control the weight. And he came to me and I was living in Telluride at the time, ski bumming it, but was getting into some of the best shape of my life after, you know, really hitting the gym more in a traditional fashion. And he said, well, how are you doing it? 
And I said, you know, I just got this kind of kooky way of working out. You know, at that time, hit training wasn't the rage yet. You know, people are out doing it. But, you know, high-intensity interval training, I had someone else give me a program, and I didn't have weight, so I just was enjoying the extra repetitivity, you know, and the cardio out at altitude. It was just a rush. And I was telling him about it, and he just asked me, you know, hey, if you can put that down in a format I can understand, I think you can get me in shape. And I said, yeah, you know, everyone says that. You know, I'm not here to motivate you. And that was the deal we made. He'd bring the motivation. I was riding my bicycle down to the Denver Public Library at the time. I couldn't afford a laptop. You know, that was back in the day. And uh, I put up three workouts a week. And I said, if you do these three, I'll ride my, ride, my, ride my ass down to the Public Library every Monday and put three up, you know, <laughs> three more up. And he did. And, you know, three and a half months later, he dropped 40 pounds. That was his goal. Uh, we both just really enjoyed the program. It really just got me even more at that time. I was super into cardio, just loved it, running, trail running. And uh, so as a thank you, you know, I'd coined the phrase mountain made. That's what him and I called the program was mountain made. I thought that was cool because I kind of had made the program in Telluride when I was living in, literally living in the mountains. Yeah. And um, as a thank you, he bought me a logo, which is still the logo you see on the website, mountainmadecbd.com. Um, and, and I just kind of fell in love with that concept of having a part-time passion project to keep my head in the game. So uh, a quick backstory about myself. I was in pretty dang gone good shape in high school, went to college in 2000, barely graduated by 2006, and I gained 40 pounds myself. And that day I graduated, I just said, man, to heck with it. I'm going to drop this 40 pounds. I'm going to get back to more who I was. Um, and so then, you know, to be able to lead him and then coin it and brand it, I thought, man, this is good. This is going to go somewhere someday. And that was 2013, you know, so eight years later, I've just continuously hung on to that concept, let it mature, let it grow, let it kind of do its own thing throughout phases of what the brand has been. And, you know, here we are today with a great product and, and hopefully supporting folks who are chasing that activated lifestyle. Certainly there's, there's so many different ways to elevate your current routine and your current habits. And I think, um, you know, CBD in general, that, that specific component of the cannabis plant is probably a really great way to do that. Um, I, I've never had a a bad experience with uh, that product. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, you know, since, since that's what you are specializing in here, um, I think a lot of people don't necessarily know the full benefits of what it can actually provide. Um, Cause at the end, of the, at the end of the day, sometimes they just think it's like weed that doesn't get you high. You know what I'm saying? So sure. if, yeah. you, if you were to sit down and kind of talk to someone with that mentality, um, mm -hmm. what, how would, how would you describe these, these benefits that it can provide? Yeah. Yeah. A couple things. Let's just roll a conversation back a sec with the activated lifestyle and it'll make sense as we start to explore cannabis and hemp. Please, please you do. Know, for, for me, the lowest times in my life have been times where, you know, I'm a high energy person and the more I've allowed that energy to come out into my lifestyle, the more beneficial it's been to myself and now my wife and my family. When I had issues, 
in you know my 20s and 30s with uh, addiction and 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 drug and alcohol abuse it was because i had stopped the flow of my energy and thought oh this energy is not good let me jump on pills or self-medicate to reduce my energy when i found that i was blessed with a gift which is high energy and just letting that energy run and flow through me you know my life's gotten significantly better that is what allowed me to start my cannabis wholesale company, which funded enough revenue to allow me to group coach, which allowed me to turn some of that money back into Mountain Made. So now I have two small businesses. That energy is also what's allowed my wife and I to buy a two acre homestead, uh, two acre property on a house and then build it and turn it into a homestead. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of keep that in mind as we explore. I do all that while I'm utilizing cannabis and hemp in my day to day. Right. So I think the best way to say to people, what is cannabis and hemp for me? It's an ability to focus my high energy demands, my crazy brain and what some people call maybe anxiety and depression into good things. It allows me to channel the who I am into day to day lifestyle. I've activated my lifestyle, you know, Cannabis and hemp allows me to use my gifts and not see them as as curses, but blessings, right? So that is probably what the spectrum of cannabinoids, whether it's from cannabis, THC, or hemp, CBD, uh, has has given back to me. And that's why I believe in it so much. You know, this summer will be five years. I haven't touched a hard drug in five years. You know, I'm feeling good. I still drink beer, man. I I like to hang out and, and, and have a good time. Don't get me wrong. Now that I have a place, you know, and a purpose to displace that energy and repetitivity, right? The reps, putting in the reps every day when I wake up for the sets, man, big difference, bro. Big difference in in my life and just more respect for myself and my body and what I want to do. So the high, the high energy you're talking about, right? Would you say that's like, that's, that's your, everything that makes you up as a person Um, you're, you're talking about anxiety and depression which is what a lot of people um struggle with so you've made you've found a way to make it like your superpower and not your um yeah not not your downfall yeah you know i got my shirt my hat on and it's go like hell you know that's the mount made cbd tagline is go like hell we borrowed it from my uncle uh thanks uncle vic for letting us borrow that you know he had a go like (laughs) shout out uncle vic yeah he was an entrepreneur um but yeah you know i don't you, you know it's it, when I smoke cannabis, it helps me funnel all the brain power that I have and then all the physical energy that I harvest and hone into things, you know, so a little bit of my routine, you know, I get up early and that varies, man, just depending on the week. Some weeks it's 4.15, some weeks it's 5, some weeks it's 6 a.m. But, you know, I really don't sleep past 6.30 even on the weekends. Um, I get up, coffee, CBD in my body. I'm feeling good. I like to chief a little bit of good cannabis. I start my workouts early in the morning. Mm. You know, I'm taking a couple tokes off the bowl throughout the day. Um, you know, when I work from 5 a.m. till 6, 7 p.m. at night, um, I'm into firearms and firearm training. I'll go out in the backyard, run some drills. Uh, you know, we do our own remodels around here as well. I'm just literally finishing up a kitchen remodel uh, partially today. I'll be done by Sunday, started in February. You know, it's just go, 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 constant, constant, constant. Mm-hmm. And that cannabis allows me to really just stay 
in it, stay focused. This CBD levels, you know, and, and allows your brain to sort of wake up and harness that energy. It turns it, you know, CBD feeds your brain, brain food, good beta waves. It reduces the anxiety and the brain fog. Uh, the cannabis, I like the euphoria. I can functional function very, very well under it. And it's just a wonderful program for me, you know, and then at the end of the day, I feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, well oiled, ready to get some rest, wake up and, 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 you know, <laughs> do it all over again. And I think that's super cool. Everyone is, you know, who's exploring cannabis and hemp right now, they should be looking at it as a functional tool not just recovery, not just sedation, but is a functional tool to help them excel and succeed throughout their day. Because the, the alternative, right, is, is, um, is, is bad habits and, and bad routines that I feel like, so, I've, heard, I've heard the term, like it's all in how you use it. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing but a, a driver for you here, which, tells me clearly how you use it. Do you feel like it's not for everybody? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Let's definitely. So, and you know, when <clears throat> I spent my first five years in the cannabis yeah. industry working in dispensaries and I had a knack for team training, I'd build low retail teams and teach them how to speak to people. And the one thing I always said, well, a couple, several things is one, don't ever tell anyone what this is going to do because it's probably untrue Two, ask open-ended questions to see what happened to those folks when they utilize cannabis and what cannabis product and learn from that. And then three, reflect on all that data and start to, you know, create generalized information in your head, but realize it's anecdotal, right? Because in cannabis, you know, you'll see people who suffer from pain and a pain patient is susceptible to bad information because pain sucks and it's hard to live in pain. So you can sell a pain patient snake oil super easy because they're desperate and they'll throw you a hundred bucks to roll the dice on a 10% probability that it works because living in pain is terrible. So I would teach my teams, Hey, we've seen this work as many times we've seen this not work. Let's step into this light and easy. Let's try out some various products. We can reflect on success stories that we've seen, and we can also reflect on failures that we've seen. Let's feed you general information, not oversell it, and then see what the result is. So if you did that enough times and left it open, man, you started to see some pretty strong success rates. Mm -hmm. But the power of placebo is tough. If I tell you, you know, CBD is going to make you six feet tall, you're going to stand on your tippy toes next time you measure yourself because you want it to work that bad. And that's not okay. You know, cannabis and hemp have a lot of potential with a lot of people, but it's, it's hundred percent not for everyone. And I think that's part of the magic. If it was for everyone, if it had a hundred percent success rate, I mean, that's dang gone near the definition of a snake oil, right? It, yeah. It can't be for everyone. It just yeah. can't, right? I love that versus um, versus putting that negative um, image or that negative notion in their head um, from the get go. It's it sounds like you're kind of you're educating and you're you're providing resources um, and then going into it slowly. 
like you mentioned, slow and steady at first so that yeah, you can start to see benefit. It. Yeah, exploring it, right? Like I remember eight, nine years ago, you know, people were like THCV is an appetite suppressant. Okay, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. The amount of THCV that you can find in the market was minimal, almost non-existent. But we had those conversations and we chit-chatted and we, we started to try different strains of cannabis and smoke them and then come back and talk amongst ourselves and say, hey, man, I got super baked last night and I wasn't hungry at all. You know, <laughs> interesting, right? Like, why? Now, go buy that strain at five other dispensaries and see if you have the same experience, right? We were running just sort of internal anecdotal. Well, guess what? Now you can get THCV in mass. Well, you know, of course, Mount Maid's not looking into that. Because if that holds true that in most cases it's an appetite suppressant, we have a new product that we need to get out to our customers because a lot of people with activated lifestyle would love to have more cannabinoids in their body, but their goals, they don't want to be stony baloney and eating food. So if we take it slow and we learn correctly, you know, maybe there's a solid application for some of this stuff, but you're never going to get there if you're just always over-promising your customer base. They won't trust you anymore. And they shouldn't trust you anymore if you're selling snake oil. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. THCV, that sounds like it's a, a new thing. I, I mean, particularly the, um, the yeah, lack of the appetite suppressant. Yeah, it's an isomer. Most people outside, you know, the core industry really haven't heard of that. It's kind of like Delta 8. You know, I was eating Delta 8 five years ago. Mm. You know, now it's kind of popping off. And we're looking at Delta 8 too. I mean, Delta 8 super cool because – you could get um, a lot of the assumed benefits from THC and see how I speak assumed benefits. I'm not overselling. Right. Yeah. Assumed benefits without the, the psychotropic paranoia. So Delta eight will allow you to eat THC or THC, but not get that super lifted, potentially paranoid value that Delta nine has. Now that's what I harvest during my workouts. Right, I smoke Delta 9 pre-workout and let that anxiety run through my body. And that's how I hammer at the gym. I might be a little quiet and I might be listening to some heavy metal, but I'm getting the job done. You know, I love getting high before I run because it clears out the cobwebs in my head in the morning. Like all the junk that's piled up mm -hmm. comes right out because I am a little paranoid and my brain is working overtime, but I'm not sitting in my chair having a conversation in my head i'm running up a hill and letting all that come out right that's what anxiety is for me it's a pile up in my brain so if i can use cannabis to peak that anxiety but i run it out and my brain is getting rid of that stored anxiety mm. that's a win that's a why would you pass that experience up do you practice meditation at all I don't. Right. I'm no. terrible at meditation. I'm terrible at yoga. I'm the guy that's on a yoga mat and I say the F bomb out loud. Um, <laughs> I get it. And people that do yoga are great. It's athletic. You know, I'm not knocking yoga, but for me, it's just, I can't sit still, man. It just piles up and I get angry mm. during meditation yoga. Like it's weird. Um, I have to be moving and I understand that constant movement, you know, like to go like hell mentality. It's, it, it's half disease state. <laughs> Right. You know, people are like, oh, Mike, I wish I had your driving motivation. And I'm like, you, you, you say that come step in my shoes. 
right? When it's Saturday morning and you can't sit still and you're up at 6 a.m. So you start walking around the property drinking your coffee because you don't know what else to do with yourself. Mm. You know, you might not love it. I'm just channeling freaking with I with what I got. Because you, you know, need you need to. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, man, what the you know, I don't want to swear on your podcast, but man, what the you know, what the heck does that feel like to sleep until 10 30, 11? You know, that must be awesome. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I have to use what I have. And again, that that that, that experience of the cannabis and hemp just really allows me to excel, you know, or I, I drive myself crazy or drink myself stupid you know because it's a lot right it's a lot and i think you find people in gym settings not everyone but a lot of people in in gym settings and i won't even say a lot i'll say some let's let's not even be hyperbolic about it and i went through this phase too you know sometimes you're not there for healthy reasons you know you're something healthy but a lot of it's positivity washing. You might not be, you know, it's like comedians. They're funny because they're disturbed. You know? <laughs> and, and I, again, like we're making light of it. Like we don't have to be, you know, that's fine. But that is what brings the comedy out is their dark side. A lot of people, and I'm included in this group, I exercise from a place of not good, doing something healthy. But when I was running, like running, running, when my mm. cardio, I ran a 50 before running 50s were cool. I used to go out and sleigh trail runs and run right up mountains and like, I won't say record times, but for me as just a novice athlete, it was pretty good times. Mm. That, that was a healthy thing, but that was not coming from a place of healthy brain. That was pre-small business. Now that I have two small businesses, which I was trying to do most of my whole life, that's where a lot of my energy goes into as I pour into those businesses but at the peak of my fitness, it was not coming from a place of health, you know? So that's interesting too. The point of all that is I think using cannabis, even if you're using it in the wrong way and it creates sedation, it's a healthier way to deal with unhealthy things. And that again is what I really like about cannabis and hemp is even if you just got to get super baked to just sit there and do nothing, Maybe that's the healthiest way for you to stop. I, what's wrong with that? Mm. You know, what, what, what's wrong with that? So I think it just depends what lens you have on. You know, maybe the folks listening right now that are hardcore lifters and that driving that motivation to be, you know, perfect and chiseled becomes overwhelming for them. What do they do to stop and pause? Man, maybe if smoking a big fat indica doobie at night allows them to just stop and pause and be kind to themselves and rest, gets the job done, that's better than a lot of stuff on the market that'll make you stop, pause, and rest. I can agree with that. Uh, and I like how you said depends on the lens that you have because totally people definitely have different lenses, like whether it's because of biases um, from the people that they grew up around or uh, you know what they've heard from others. And, and, and the opinions and things that they're kind of exposing themselves to. Um, so it really, it really just takes that experience and running experiments like you're talking about, exploring it, and then figuring out how you can use it to, to, to channel what makes up you into what yeah. you want to do and what you want to accomplish. You know, maybe there's someone out there going, I just, I want to go for a walk at night. I just can't find the motivation. Hey, if you're into music, and again, it, cannabis hemp is not for everyone. 
But, you know, hey, if taking a toke off a bowl of wheat or hemp flour allows you to enjoy that music for 30 to 45 minutes mm. and, and you just get in your zone and you walk that blocker too, what's wrong with that? Why wouldn't you? You know, if, if it allows you to come inside, and I think that's what's a little scary about, especially using like Delta 9 or cannabis, psychotropic, you tend to kind of come inside yourself a little bit. That can be mm. a scary journey, man. Mm. You know, some, some people don't want to come inside themselves. But if you come inside yourself, that's where I find my motivation to work out in cannabis is it just hits that zone so hard for me that I'm just inside myself. It's hard for me to stay focused on one thing when I'm high or psychotropic, man, you just right into it, you know, remodels. It just, it makes it, uh, you know, easier for me to just focus on that moment. And, you know, for, for someone like myself, that's important. You know, that's a healthier mindset mm. than not using cannabis. I want to talk a little bit about um, your mountain made products specifically. Um, yeah. And, and, the the kind of how you allow people to consume it it seems like you guys are offering um tablets which is a which is a really uh simple and most likely effective way to to consume that cbd did it take a while to process and come to that conclusion i think it's right up there with one of the better ways um, about it. I think tinctures are garbage. And if you listen to any of the podcasts I'm on, you'll hear me say that time and time and time and time and time and time again. There's a reason they're on the shelves. The reason there's hype behind them. And there's also a reason that you do, you take nothing else in your life by tincture. And there's a reason that tinctures are not for the most part on shelves in cannabis dispensaries anymore. Mm. There's just a low efficacy rate. If you don't hold that oil under your tongue for a legitimate 45 seconds, and who really is going to do that? you might get 6% of that dose. So tablets, lotions, transdermals, transdermal patches, vape pens, those all have a high efficacy rate proven. And that's why those delivery methods are so popular in cannabis dispensaries and tried and true over a decade. And they've had stickiness. Inhalation, great method. Tablets for us, we wanted a delivery system that could carry a high dose that would help us keep the cost down because they're fairly inexpensive to create. They have a huge shelf life. There's a super, super almost non-existent risk of that product ever growing bad mold or bacteria. They're super homogenous. So one tablet is the same as the next, is the next and the next. It allows us to uh, house daily values of other vitamins. So like our defense line has 150 milligrams of elderberry per tablet, per tablet. Our combat line, vitamin C, D3, E, zinc, those are all daily values. Vitamin C, 90 milligrams, zinc, 5.5, you know, plus the 25 milligrams of CBD, your body, it's easy for it to digest. Everything's made with a healthy sugar. If you chew on them, it's actually good for your teeth. It's a beet sugar. Um, it's it, it just, to us, it just kind of seemed like a no-brainer. Some people see it as a pill. You know, we don't. You know, we see it as a really effective delivery system. Uh, we got some sweet R&D work right now with these rapid dissolved fizzies. Um, mm. I was able to source powderized kombucha. 
So prebiotic, probiotic, it's Whoa. literally like drinking a kombucha, but you bite the tablet and it fizzes. We found powderized fruit. So they take the fruit, they break it down into a puree, they powderize it. You get the healthy sugar from the fruit. You get all the healthy microfibers and the vitamins and minerals, but it's in a tablet. You bite it, it fizzes away in your mouth. Like we can do some cool stuff. And as we grow the company, we're going to continue to roll out super innovative products. The biggest reason though is high dose, high dose, high dose, high mm. dose. When it comes to CBD and cannabinoids in general, you know, for a lot of the efficacy, and again, it depends what work is for you, high dose is where it's at. THC allows you to consume a low dose because work for THC for a lot of people is just getting high. You just want to get high and just have that psychotropic, that euphoria, which is work. You don't need a whole lot. If you read reports on like how do people combat epilepsy or tumor growth or MS or Parkinson's with cannabis, a lot of it deals with higher doses of THC. The efficacy needed to perform that work is different. When it comes to CBD, I honestly don't think you're getting much effect at less than 25 milligrams a day. Mm. And our products are designed to allow you to take hundreds of milligrams a day at an affordable rate. Thanks for listening to Sets and Reps. Here's a word from last week's guest in case you missed it. I wish I would have had the wherewithal to ask somebody, how do you have your bookkeeping set up? How do you do it? Like you use QuickBooks. How do you use QuickBooks? Um, what does your accountant need? What are the classifications of a business? Understanding like business law a little bit better. Knowing who to ask the right questions was really hard mm. in accounting. Was like, who tells me if I can write off lunch? Uh, <laughs> like that's yeah. a really, really, really small example. Right. But also like if I want to save for retirement, what type of retirement saving account is best? And do I pay for it with the business or do I pay for it personally? And do I like, um, there, there were very nuanced questions that we found out it felt kind of late, but we did figure them all out. Um, good. But I think it would have cost thousands of dollars to have somebody else tell us all that stuff. So. <laughs>
30 minutes before the gym, you're going to be ramming and jamming all day long. Now, if you do that every day for two months, you're gonna, your baseline's going to go up and you won't have the same effect. But show me one supplement at a supplement store that doesn't recommend a two to three week break after a full run of that supplement. Yeah. And that could be legal supplements and illegal supplements, right? Anyone listening to this who's in the fitness world knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all always take a break, right? And I personally don't give a shit. Sorry. If people no worries. do it, it's all good. Supplements because there's a methodology behind that. I respect methodology. So I don't really care. But all supplements, for the most part, are going to tell you take a break so your body doesn't build a defense to it. Hit mm -hmm. your body, break. Hit your body, break. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend, you know, for a lot of uses for our products to step away, lower your dose, take a break, and then ramp it back up. We have a lot of people who use builds situationally. Hey, I want to play hockey. I pop three before every game. I Brain power mm -hmm. goes through the roof. I'm in that. I hammer. I don't notice the BS. I crush, but I don't want to lose that. So I wait till the next hockey game, pop three or four more. Yeah, and it builds self-control, it sounds like, too, which is huge. Um, yeah. Even if you have something like that that's enhancing you or, or just, you know, yeah, and activating you just like you just like you're saying and i like how your products are uh almost arranged in like stacks kind of um because like that's oh, that's you know. how yeah that's how you know. that's how like the supplements like the you know whole it. the whole thing stacks. is you know that's it man 100 percent. the recover we have two choices magnolia and chamomile chamomile is a little easier CBD does not make you sedative. The CBD molecule isolated, which is what we use, is, is non-sedative. It's fallacy. The chamomile is sedative, and the magnolia helps decrease cortisol in theory, and then you sleep better. Magnolia can, in some of our customers, trigger like a full cortisone release where you have like pretty intense bad dreams for the first couple of days. It's been noted, and some people have super intense REM. If you're one of those people, try the chamomile. But that's your evening dose. Similar to taking protein before you go to bed to let your body deal with the protein because that's your growth stage and your recover stage, we added that 25 milligrams because we don't think that's really going to peak that brain activity, but you're loading up before your body goes into recover mode. That's why we named it Recover. And then our midday line, defense, combat, boost, have either boost as electrolytes. Combat is what we're being told in theory uh, are really strong for immune system uh, and, and, and virus. And then elderberry, 150, elderberry has great vitamin and mineral content. That's our midday line. So if you want to continue to titrate up, like maybe you're in an intense workout cycle and you need – constant de-inflammation to build one to two of the defense combat or boost during midday titrate up recover at night you can get that system on subscription for like 99 bucks a month you're talking almost 5,000 milligrams of cbd for the month for 100 bucks mm. yeah wow that's crazy yeah super inexpensive another thing i like is how you provide all of the analysis and, and specific uh, specs on what 
what other extra things uh, that your that your product has. I like how you have all that information laid out and on your website, but it but it's a lot to get through. And who do you who do you feel like that's for? Um, you know, yeah, a lot who do you of feel like benefits. You know, originally no one was testing in CBD, and hemp is a bioaccumulator. So if you're growing it, it's sucking all that junk out of the ground, which is great if you're growing it in burning it um if you're growing and extracting it and feeding it to people uh not so great so testing came out because no one was testing then the customers caught on to it now it's kind of assumed that products are cleaner but what we show is you know we've labeled our product crystal clear we have really tight thresholds on our qc we're not carrying any of that garbage over from cultivation which is another reason that we use cbd isolate um, also it's just very consistent, you know, we're selling CBD to the general market <clears throat> full spectrum and broad spectrum with the other terpenes and minor cannabinoids. Honestly, from what I know in cannabis, most of that stuff is for people with more severe needs. If you're looking to reduce a tumor in a body, you throw every terpene, every cannabinoid at it at the highest level possible. And you go like this. And again, I've seen this work. And I've seen a woman's tumors reduce in her body. And I've seen a gentleman didn't work at all. In fact, his PSA went up during cannabis treatment. So, you know, children with epilepsy, full spectrum all day long. The general person doesn't really need full spectrum for general needs. So we just shot away from it. The other thing was full spectrum, broad spectrum is for those of you out there who like cannabis like I do, strains have specific results so you know if i smoke jack hera i have an, a pleasant light euphoric response every time if it's jack hera if i smoke bubba kush i sit on my couch i watch tv and i'm snacky the thc in those products is the same the terpenes drive the difference mm. whether it's up here or here well the same thing goes for hemp so if you're selling CBD with terpenes, but you don't know what terpenes are in it, how, how can you tell people it's the most relaxing CBD on the market? I call BS. What's in it? Prove that. You can't. So right now it's difficult to get strain-specific CBD oil, full-spectrum, broad-spectrum. So we just bypassed it, went with CBD isolate, and we'll go from there. Yeah, basically like – proving what it can do and and consistency. the consistency yeah was the biggest things that struck with me there so it sounds like you partook in some studies and and some kind of real world uh experimentation if you will like um is that is that kind of what the patient programs that were indicated uh, on your website were and can you tell me a little bit about those yeah would love to so you know Back then, you know, when I was in dispensary settings from 2010 through uh, most of 2015, I started my wholesale business September 2015, so the last quarter, essentially, quarter and a half. Um, it was all medical, all medical. So you had to go see a doctor, have the doctor evaluate you. There was a list of ailments, and if you fit that program, the doctor handed you a medical card. You could come into medical dispensaries and buy medical cannabis. A lot of these people had very specific ailments that they wanted to try and treat through cannabis therapy. So we would call them patients. 
and we would treat them similar to a physician treats a patient. We would ask open-ended questions. We'd have them try products for a set amount of time. We'd try and gauge anecdotally any results. And then if it worked, we'd move forward. If it didn't, we'd try something else. So a couple dispensaries let us, as a team, build out sort of patient programs where we would take notes and talk amongst ourselves and share information. And we had doctors on the outskirts, you know, helping guide through information. But at that point, you know, it was illegal for a doctor to draw someone's blood and measure the THC in that blood. They were not allowed to do that. So when these children came to us and we had a CBD THC oil and we had 15 children uh, whose parents and the physicians of those children allowed them to take cannabis oil to treat their epilepsy. I mean, the information was incredible that we were getting. There was a massive flow of information. But even at that time, those doctors were not allowed to measure that child's blood and determine at what level was therapy being provided. Mm. You know, so a lot of it was just anecdotal chit chat. But what those patient programs did is it got communications moving uh, around the dispensary teams to these physicians back through. So, you know, the power of communication was huge because all we were allowed to do was talk to each other and share anecdotal thoughts. And, hey, I had an MS patient come in today and she always buys golden goat. And she said when she smokes a, a good amount of golden goat, her brain lets go of the symptom drop foot and her motor skills go up and she plays with her children better until her husband challenges it and comes in and says, hey, your drop foot looks better today and her motor skills go back and, and get worse. Whoa. Have you seen that? You know, and then it would be a yes or a no, or I have an MS patient. Let me ask them openly. And we were just moving information around. So, you know, they weren't like super dialed clinical studies, but at the time it's all we were allowed to do. So we just pushed information around. And that way, when you have a parent, who's brought their child to two doctors and they've both signed off and said, your child needs cannabis. And then both parents signed off and they said, how do you help my child? And I have no medical degree. I'm just some dude in a dispensary who sells cannabis. I could at least start an honest conversation because you're about to administer a one, two, three, four, five, 10 year old child cannabis, which is TAC. So where do you even start? You had to start somewhere. And the more organized you felt, the more confident you felt, which translated confidence into the parent, you know, or a 50 year old would come in with their 85 year old mom or dad and be like, they don't want to be here, but they're in so much pain. They can't even get out of their chair. We've tried everything. We have nowhere else to go. We're coming here. And I'm like, again, I'm some dude in a dispensary with long hair and tattoos that sells people weed. And now this person is relying on me to try and, help guide their loved one. So we treated it as professionally as we were allowed to at least create confidence in the conversation to help people make their own decisions and not just see it as weed, ha ha ha, smoke, let's get a bag of Doritos. But Mm. is there functionality behind this? And if there is, let's tell you everything we think we know so that you got a fighting chance. I had one lady come to me I remember her name still, but I won't say it. Mm. Older gal, crooked, just terrible arthritis, mm. just miserable existence, right? She told me that. 
And she looked at me and she said, I hope this works. And I said, yeah, I, I hope it works too, you know, ma'am. She goes, no, no, I hope it works. Because if not, I'm booking a one-way ticket out to Portland or Seattle, and it's on you. And I said, Portland or Seattle? She said, oh, yeah, they let you take your own life out there. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm making $13 an hour. I'm some dude selling you weed. And, right? So that is what we dealt with. Like, yeah. that's some real-world stuff right there. Right. Well, guess what? She came back a week later after we gave her the knowledge we had. Man, she was loving eating weed. She was cracking jokes. She was having fun. It didn't cure her pain. She didn't go from right. a 12 to a zero. She went from a 12 to 11 and a half. But mentally, she got a kick out of it. She enjoyed it. It gave her a bit of quality of life back. But, you know, that is kind of what we did in our patient programs. We kind of formalized it. So as a bunch of long-haired, tattoo-ass kind of people who are in the dispensary selling weed, we felt better about what we were doing, and we were just trying to translate confidence as we were on this massive learning curve. We didn't overpromise, but we, you know, we, we definitely tried to not underdeliver. You're helping people, like, you know, take back control with their mind. Um, I just keep thinking about, well, I mean, that, that story was crazy about the lady. Um, but I'm also thinking about the other individual that, that was experiencing drop foot. And, um, I'm, you know, a physical therapy assistant student and oh, wow. I'm, I'm, um, you know, just thinking here, I'm thinking that I want to ask you what your opinions are for, um, how this should be involved. If this has any place in like the rehab space, um, you know, specifically with maybe neurologic diseases. Um, uh, like I'm thinking of stroke, like with individuals that lose the functionality of, of one side of their body. Um, and I haven't taken neurology yet. So I don't, uh, the, the specific nitty gritty brain stuff that's going on. Yeah. The info is not there sure. for me yet. And I won't, I won't ever speak either. Cause again, I, I mean, I, I barely graduated college, right? Like I'm just good at collecting information and I'm good yeah. at chit chat with people. What we've seen with things like Parkinson and MS, um, you know, in, in, in other diseases where it's neurological and things are misfiring and it causes the body to move, you know, automatically, right? I said that decent, yeah? You did, definitely. Okay, so what we think we've seen, and again, I'm giving myself room here. I'm not, a, I, I do not give medical advice. Mm -hmm. We're just we're just two dudes chatting at we're, this point. We're just two dudes chatting, right? <laughs> Is that cannabis and cannabinoids, the whole point of either cannabis or hemp in cannabinoids is providing the body with homeostasis. That's why we have an endocannabinoid system and we have little receptors on G proteins and they chug things on along down the line and, and, and biology happens. What if you really want to just generalize cannabis and hemp? Its primary goal is homeostasis, which is balance. When the body is out of balance, things happen. When cells are out of balance and the suicide gene doesn't trigger, you get a tumor. It's out of balance, right? In theory, cannabis triggers balance in the body. How much, how long, what specifically, I don't know, but I would say absolutely. And you see words like neuroprotectant used when talking about cannabinoids. But to my point about the one fellow who's 
cancerous tumor did nothing and the other gal had five different cancers in her body and two responded and the other three didn't, she did lose her life. Why did two respond and three didn't? That's, you know, wild. So there's activating mechanisms in this stuff. And when you get down to the real nitty gritty about cannabis, it could be one terpene plus that THC is your activating mechanism. It might be a key and a key to unlock the key, which is the G protein, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the, what we don't know we don't know yet. And that's where folks like yourself can get involved with an education and start to look at this stuff. But absolutely, I would say there's a ton of promise once we figure out right now, like, you look at a weed plant and you crumble up a bunch of weed on your table and you roll up a doobie, you just rolled up 300 different keys that nature has given you. Someone's got to separate those keys, organize them, start to put them back together in billions of combinations and go, my seven keys from 10 different strains combined in these exact milligrams titrated at this level with this delivery system do this. We're not there yet. We're nowhere close. I'm just some dude that can talk about weed. It's going to be the people who can pick that ball up and get that figured out. Y'all are going to be the real rock stars. You'll be on podcast 10 years from now going some dude up in some hill in Colorado sounded cool on a podcast and I got into it and I make him look like a schmuck. And I, I hope, I hope someone listening today does that because that's all I am. I'm a broad stroke nobody. I know anecdotally what I've seen in 11 years, but the real magic is when you figure out those thousands of co key combinations that cannabis and hemp have given us, that's, that'll be the real magic in all this. So you definitely feel like that is the, that's where the industry should move forward. That's where a lot of it's going to go, you know, and then there's still a room for what we do with like general, you know, and smoking and, and, but if, if you want to see like real medical benefit, uh, that's where it will come from is understanding the components and rebuilding them and certain values. When we move our production space tomorrow, we're going to this great group of people. Uh, they work with a group out of Israel, Israel deconstructed terpene levels in cannabis and started to recreate them they're saying they recreated a terpene profile that's an antiviral antiviral really oh terpenes from plants <laughs> they're saying they can show case studies that it benefits the body more in an antiviral fashion than some western medications that's insane it's a combination it's a combination it's not just Hey, I smoked some weed today. I have antiviral on me. Uh, uh, it's combination. It's puzzle pieces, right? Puzzle pieces. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to you're going to basically like have a conversation with these people that have that have made that statement that they've yeah they've put it into a drink. They love beverage. Um, part of the partnership over there is we're going to move into their facility. It's FDA approved, ready to go. Um, our website, we've dumped a ton of work into the website and the SEO. They haven't yet. So we're going to kind of combine forces on that level. They're going to let us roll out some of their beverages on the website. Um, and it's just a great group effort there. So you'll see some really cool new products roll out this summer that they've made. I don't know if they'll use our brand or theirs. We still got to talk through that. But, you know, the company doing these terpene 
specific rounds would allow us to add terpenes or broad spectrum, full spectrum benefits into our tablets, but in a controlled fashion. Because just saying full spectrum, that doesn't mean nothing. It means nothing. It, it means hodgepodge. It's like closing your eyes at Subway and making someone a sandwich and then being able to say, oh, it's a salami on right. How do you know that you had your eyes closed the whole time? You don't know what ingredients you threw on that. So these claims of full spectrum, broad spectrum, those brands don't know what's in that. They have no business saying what their products are going to do for you because they close their eyes and they slap the sub together and called it a turkey and cheese. And it's not, you put ham on my damn sandwich, you know, like, that's why I get a little upset at the CBD. It's a bunch of Johnny come lately's making claims that they just have no business to make. They don't understand it at all. Well, maybe not at all. Maybe they do, but not a whole lot. My opinion. Because there's so many, yeah, there's, there's so many people that are making this product a thing now. Right. Get in mean? the game and learn. Like, you know, I'm outspoken, but I still think I'm humble most mm -hmm. of the time. I still don't even know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this for 11 years. I helped 15 children along with epilepsy. I've had patients die. I've had patients make it. I don't know nothing. I don't know anything about this. I'm a broad stroke, anecdotal nobody. I've been doing this for 11 years. And there's people saying they know what they're talking about after two months in this. They're selling folks snake oil. I just don't like that. Well, as long as you keep doing what you're doing, I think that this this is gonna come to the the rest of the world and people are gonna start to um you know implement this into their life and and they're gonna be able to hear from they're gonna be able to see um the experiments they're gonna be able to see the the results the the resources that people like you provide and they'll be able to tune out the rest of the noise yeah, um, seems so like here's the best way if your listener's going, all right, how do I get into this? You know, pick up some products, try them. Don't listen to what the brands are telling you. Just try them. Yeah. Make a little journal down. You know, I can tell you where I would start is high-dose products. Lotions are great. Lotions do – we don't offer lotions yet. Lotions do great. We are thinking about rolling out a coffee. Boy, you brew up some CBD coffee in the morning and slap <laughs> a build in you. Super next level. There's some great products. Vape pens are wonderful. It's an easy way to titrate. It allows you to go up or down. Um, you can get a ton of great hemp vape pens. You can get Delta 8 in a vape pen. Uh, the bath bombs do really well for folks. It's a really nice way to allow your outer receptors to absorb CBD or cannabinoids. Uh, for females, you can get a little high on a Delta nine bath bomb because anatomically you're not a dude. Dudes usually don't, um, but they do get relaxed on them. You know, those products are great. I would skip the lip balms. I would skip the shampoos. I would skip the tinctures. It's, it's hokey mm. suntan lotion. You don't need it. You don't need a CBD keyboard on your laptop. You wasted your money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, stay away from the gimmicks. Yeah. It's gimmicky. You know, it's gimmicky. The CBD smoke is great. Does wonders for people. I know a lot of athletes that love puffing on CBD. If you're in a state, it, you know what, if you want to access cannabis, however you want to access cannabis, I'm not advocating a legal motion, but you know, do whatever you want. The hard part about accessing cannabis outside of legal 
state is you don't know what you're getting every back. And that's where in college I had this love-hate relationship with weed. It was like, man, one weed, I'd go out and walk around campus and have my headphones on and love life. And the other one was just like stuck like Chuck. In a legal dispensary, you can buy repetitively and know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. Sativa, sativa hybrid, great pre-workout. Indica, indica hybrid, great for the evening for the most part. Some people flip-flop that. Man, you find a good strain that you like. I say it's going to change your life. I'm going to say it's going to allow you to change your life. Jack hair for me, all day smoke. I, I should have Jack hair in my house all the time. I don't currently. I wish I did. Um, you, you'll kind of start to explore your own utility out of it. You know, think of it like a Swiss army knife. Everyone has a tool or two that they really love on it. Then the next person likes the next two tools. Not everyone's need for Swiss army knife is the same. That's sort of cannabis and hemp. Just start to explore it a little bit. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but if you stay away from the hokey stuff, you won't get burned too bad. Thank you, man. That's that's um, that's a wonderful way you 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 um, you summed it up there, and you transitioned uh, a lot better than I could have there. That's that's a great way to kind of bring it all together and give people an actionable way to get started, which which is kind of how. Yeah. You- how you how you put it how people can get into this um thank you very much uh for all for this uh stimulating conversation i feel like i think this episode in particular i've i've learned uh quite a bit more than you know any others so i i think i think that's that's crazy and some stuff still flew over my head so i'm gonna be very excited to go back through and dissect more um, and I'm, I'm grateful to have been able to sit, even though we're virtual, sit in front of someone like you who, um, just kind of has this crazy, like, like different level of operating system than I do. And I just, I, I love it. It's just hyping me up, you know? So, um, super motivated and, and I'm, I'm, super uh grateful like i said uh so thank you thank you very much for coming on my show um yeah no hey thank you for the outlet appreciate it thanks for really going on and on about some weed and some cannabis you know 11 years ago everyone told me to grow up and get a real job and i held true to my own path you know sometimes those paths it's a long walk but you know you get to the end and you're like man i'm so glad i didn't cave and go get what folks call a real job you know because it's been great you know, and, and, and we love what we do. Um, thanks for everyone taking the time to listen all the way through this. It's, it's humbling Absolutely. to have gone from, you know, go get a real job and grow up to, you know, hey, folks want me on their podcast to, yeah. their platform to talk to their audience. So thank you. It's, it's been great, man. Amazing. I uh, appreciate that. And here's to many more for you and, and, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing, keep it pushing. And uh, I am, excited to see you know hoping to see you at the face of of moving this industry forward and and uh yeah just giving people the truth and giving you know what i mean yeah yeah um we'll come back in like six months we'll follow up see where we're at let's do it yeah i'm down um real quick like can you give uh, a plug and kind of shout out your uh your spots where people can find you 
find more information, yeah. whatever you want. We just rebuilt the website, so it's running lightning fast. Uh, put a lot of money into the SEO, so we, we think we got a winner. It's mountainmadecbd.com. Uh, that's where you can find all the information on the CBD. And then my cannabis wholesale is M, my last name, Patchen, M-P-A-C-H-A-N-L-T-D.com. Uh, uh, that's, that's, uh, those are my two gigs, man. That's what we do. Excellent. Well, Mike Patchen, it's been a pleasure.